Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Podcast, formerly Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. I am one of your hosts, and um, I'm over here worshiping, worshiping Baphomet. I'm JD. I'm the 17-time victory royale champion as of today, Shane Daniels, the Carpet City draw. And I'm Jake Murphy. I'm not part of the solution. I'm part of the fucking problem, because I'm the reason we had to do a third take on the intro. <laughs> And I am obviously the promoter of Clash at Carpet City, the guy that books the Carpet City draw, Shane Daniels, the guy that books Mr. Clash at Carpet City, Jake Murphy, and the guy that lost to T.Y. at Clash at Carpet City. <laughs> I am T.Y. How did you lose to yourself? No, I said the guy that lost to No, he was talking about you, dummy. Yeah, you lost. He, he, he gave us man. Oh, I, I just want to say something. Yes. Too. Yes. I don't know if you've just became this. You've perfected the fucking joke dynamic. You hit the right punchline at the right time, especially when we do territory wars. Like I lose my shit just listening to you. And I know you're a wrestler, but maybe you need to. Th- Look into comedy. I really think more on that later. Yeah. Well, well, let's discuss comedy. I, I love stand-up comedy. I like it when people talk about stuff that uh they don't know what they're talking about, and it makes me laugh. And that's comedy to me. Like Dump, right. Dump Sanders when he's running a wrestling show. That that's comedy to me. <laughs> what about uh, that one? What about the uh, promoter over in McDonald? Is that comedy to you too? Um, it is when he thinks he's a superstar when a show does good, and now it's pretty terrible. Or when he's not paying his workers. Damn. Or not see, knowing the difference between that's the That's a legend, because I don't know. <laughs> but, I have no, shots fired early. Fight. Shots fired early. My bad. No, it's okay. Tactical noob. I'm, well, I'm forget- I feel like I'm forgetting something else. We'll, we'll, well, more on that later, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> so thanks when, to viewers when, like you if, if we ever do merch for the fucking show can we just get more on that later shirts we should <laughs> i can oh. get tyler's face yeah <laughs> tyler you have to we'll have to come up with some kind of fucking tyler face to put on there and you have to recreate it because it's got to be the quote fingers more on that later <laughs> That's perfect. Boy, really? God damn it. Send me this picture. And on the back, on the back of the shirt, it says this shirt brought to you by t-shirt wearers like you. Because <laughs> I will have this done by the end of this recording. We have this picture deep, deep in the messages. Um I'll have to look through that. Anyway, Shane, you finished your story today, buddy. I did. I I'm finished so proud of you. Story before Cody. On the uh, yeah, three days. Three days been playing fucking Fortnite with my son and Richard Jenkins of all fucking people. I didn't know Richard Jenkins was such a great Fortnite player. Um, he does get a little fucking crazy, doesn't he, JD? He does. He does. Um, he likes to uh, play Mr. Brightside randomly uh, and then show everyone where we're at so they can start shooting at us. <coughs> yeah, my child did that as well. They just thought, oh my God, 
Oh, try being in there with try being in there with Will and Richard Jenkins and the child when they're on on that shit. They literally, I got off the game one night, and my son calls me, and and I told him to brush his teeth Mm -hmm. before he went to bed. And then Richard Jenkins and Will wanted to inform me um, that they were going to brush their teeth as well. That's yeah. that's really responsible of them. I know it is because they is. didn't want they didn't want me to go to bed worried about their teeth. Um, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we've got also my brother was in there too, so we've just been playing with everybody, and we finally got a got a win today after three days of coming in second place. Yourself pretty good. He is he is really good. Uh, he, he's like me. He's a sweat. You should see him. You should see him play Call of Duty. He's <laughs> he honestly wants to try to become a a pro gamer. So I think he can do it if he keeps doing it. I'm gonna have to call is, my, uh, this because he's pretty damn good too. That's a tough job. It is. Damn, he's he's gonna be a fucking pro footballer and a pro fucking gamer. Let's go. I'm in. Yeah, I know. Team Baby Shane, let's go. Wants to be a a, fucking Oregon Duck. I'm with it, let's go. I heard Macarena and Mr. Brightside today more times than I ever care to ever again in my life. (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. Monster Mash, too. Um, Monster Mash, I didn't hear as much. It was both of them using the Macarena emote and then using... Doing the Mr. Brightside emote, and I was just like, "Kill me, <laughs> bro." We had we had 17 kills in one of the games we played. Me, my brother, and him, and we still came in second place. We took out like six different squads. Let's let's real quick talk about the one match we lost really horribly oh because we all four of us at full health. And there's one other fucking person. One other fucking person on the map. I think he had that fucking mythic shotgun. We all went after the son of a bitch, and he just killed all four of us. And then did the big guffaw at us after we all died. Yeah. He fucking wore my ass out with that shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was was kind of ridiculous. You know who else got worn out by a shotgun? Kurt Cobain. (laughs) Exactly what I was about to say. God damn it. See, but it's okay. Shane can make that joke because he's a Nirvana fan. I don't know. Like, do you have the Nirvana fan card? Are you allowed to make the Kurt suicide jokes? No, I, I literally have. I literally have a picture. I literally have a picture of him with a gun in his mouth behind me. Well, I have a fucking picture of him as a skeleton wearing a funny hat on my wall framed over here. But I also have a giant poster of him in a dress playing guitar because that's yep. one of my favorite pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, dunk on them all you fucking want, though. Like, the entire reason I ever picked up a stringed instrument was because of that band. Uh, best thing that came out of Nirvana was the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, because, like, I fucking love the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl's the best thing to happen to rock and roll since rock and roll. Dave Grohl's the best thing to happen to music since music. That'd be Lenny. No, it's that's Dave Grohl. I'm sorry. Yeah, Lenny rules. 
And it might be George Michael, too, so we'll see. Go wait in the fucking car. No. Can we can we talk real quick about what Barry did to everyone at the Ego Show last night? Well, Whamageddon? Yes. Tell me about that, because I wasn't there, but he just posted something about it on Facebook, and I laughed my ass off. I just started playing it, because you know how Barry does with the beginning of shows, he always has, like, a crafted, a meticulously crafted playlist for house music when they're letting fans in and stuff. And, well, he started with the typical because it's December, Christmas music, whatever. And then just fucking shredded the plot and just hit everybody with some fucking wham real quick. And How many people were cool. pissed? Oh, I don't know. I was in the back. Damn. Um, your, your boy Tiger Kid was excited as fuck about it because apparently he loves wham. Fuck Tiger Kid. No, he he sang a lot of it in the Fuck locker. That motherfucker, man. I mean, if you've never heard a guy with an intermediate grasp of the English language and a thick Japanese accent try to sing wham, you're you're in for a treat. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a treat. Uh, I think you pronounced no, it was hell wrong. My man's was doing karaoke and shit. Japanese karaoke is usually like in a booth and the people you're with are there. Nah, the Tiger Kid was singing to everybody. Yeah, it was. Uh, I tell you, man. Um, I think Tiger Kid brought a little too much sake and didn't want to share. I'm pretty sure. He never wants to share. Like it's in a care package. That's just expensive. Send it to him. Well, I'm not sending anything to him for Christmas. So Barry back home. Oh. Barry, while he may have whammed about a hundred some odd people, did you hear about the guy in England who like whammed an entire soccer stadium on December first? No, I heard about that. That's good. Yeah, job. dude, that fantastic. Like over seventy five hundred people all at once, <clears throat> and people were pissed. Oh, can we not talk about how Tyler and his buddies fucking Mariah carried the fuck out of about hundred fifty people last night? Wait, what, what did you do, Tyler? That was awesome. <laughs> so, Andrew Thomas. Myself and artist, uh, we we all went out and we danced our way to the ring. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Tiger Kid was. Um, I heard chuckles. <laughs> I'm to tell I'm the there was a full face mask. You can't tell if he's laughing or not. Well, I mean, he he looks the same regardless, but there was some chuckles there. I mean, everybody was getting get down with us i'm pretty sure i'm pretty positive they were maybe they were some booze but i mean they were having a good time let's not fool each other they loved the mariah carey song it was it was genius <laughs> that was hilarious it is it was and i and it was the first time in years that i actually danced to the ring and i wasn't i danced like i was a rosebud in nxt all I right. wanted to come out to I Don't Believe It's Santa Claus by the Vandals, but I didn't get to come out to music, so. That's dumb. Fuck off. <laughs> so, for reference, we're recording this on December 17th, before we start this next part, just so you have a reference point for where we're at. Um, Pepsi Phil and Seth Rollins met in the ring this week, and that was a fire-ass promo segment. Yeah, yeah it was. People look at each other, that's fun. Huh? I said two ugly people looking at each other. That's fun. Yeah. Seth's a goofy looking motherfucker. No, you won't goofy. Look at Shane. 
Oh, sorry. Love you, dude. No, he's looking, he looks like somebody ordered fucking Jared Leto off Wish. <laughs> and to quote the fucking prophet, Bobbert Fish, folks, where's the lie? Tell me he don't look like Jared Leto. Hey, sing the kill for me. Sing what? Or from yesterday. Yeah, but he he doesn't have he doesn't have a cult, so. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I don't sure know. That is a little. Oh, the little whoa, whoa song mm-hmm. dance there thing. Go. Yeah. Okay. So maybe he does have a cult. Okay. Yeah, I can see it now. And that motherfucker's voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard to me. Like, he is the one of the single most annoying fucking people in the wrestling business to me. Like, I, he talks, and I just believe. I'm done. Who, Shane Daniels? No. Fucking oh. Seth oh. Rollins. And that oh. laugh. My bad, Shane. So you weren't at all excited about that promo? Or? Absolutely not. I'm sick you of didn't think it. either? You didn't think that segment was good at all? Eh, sure. I mean, it's fine. It was certainly... A Are you looking forward to the match? Yeah, all right. I mean, the match should be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm middle of the, the road. The one man not... excited about Pepsi Phil is not excited about what he's doing. I'm just glad I'm... he's done with the I'm whom. Oh, well, I mean, that was just to get him back over again. Whatever. Oh. Same thing Cody did when he came back, and you guys were all excited about that. What do you guys want to talk about? The better fucking Pepsi Phil promo, though, was the one where he showed up in NXT and he came out to talk to Shawn Michaels wearing a fucking Bret Hart hoodie. That promo was weird, though. Like, they had no idea what they were going out there to do. They just went out there. But it was fine. I liked it. It was like, nice hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, sorry, I left all my Shawn Michaels merch at home. I feel like CM Punk's the only person in modern wrestling who can get away with being a, both a Bret Hart and a Shawn Michaels mark. I guess that's another reason I may like him, because I am also <laughs> that guy. <laughs> People tell me to pick a lane. I'm like, oh, fuck you. They're the two reasons that I wrestle, those two guys specifically. I, don't I will say, though, mind. after a few weeks a few weeks ago, I said I was not excited about any stories I could tell. I might be excited about this one. Punk and Seth? Yeah. Do you think I mean, there's shoot animosity, or do you think that's all played up for the internet? I, I think there's shoot animosity, but I think a lot of it's played up. I, I think they probably have some shoot problems with each other. It, it would make oh, sense. But, like... Um, you, you wrestled for how many years? Uh, almost 10. Tyler? Almost 20. Shane? 15, 16. 20 for me. How many times have you guys ever went out and wrestled somebody and made money with somebody that you didn't necessarily fucking like? Zero. Like, literally every match I had, almost. You know what? You know what Fuck off! <laughs> you wrestled me, dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> Did you have it with me on my last show? No. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. <so>. Hey! <laughs> We'll do the intro again. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Podcast. I'm your host, Will Diamond, and brought to you by our proud sponsors, Suave Soap or whoever. No, no, they are not our sponsors. We can't actually say that. 
All right, sorry, my bad. Let me try again. Brought to you by our proud sponsors, Warner Brothers LLC. We we can't say that either. Right. They are not sponsoring us. Hear me out. Brought to you by our proud sponsors, Starbucks. Nope, not them either. We 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 cannot say they are our sponsors. Sorry. All right, also, fine. fuck Starbucks and their union busting bullshit. Brought to you by our proud sponsors, Walmart. God damn it, William. <laughs> you ain't got worse with every one of them. We're back with another episode. And I've got some little miscreants here with me. I've got JD. I've got Shane. And I've got Yake. And of course, how could I forget the man himself? Thank you, Sutton. Oh my god. <laughs> for the record, though, fuck Walmart. I worked for those dickheads for a decade, and it was like the worst 10 years of my life. And then the ex wife working there. So, William, to catch you up, um, so far we've talked about Shane finishing his story. He, he got I his love first when Fortnite Shane dub. finishes. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> right in your mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Right between the eyes, baby. <laughs> he drove the uh, camel through the eye of the storm. This shit ain't nothing to him, man. And currently, we have been talking about Pepsi Phil and Seth Rollins on Monday. Cool. So let's talk about some cool shit. So I finished RoboCop. And let me <laughs> tell you, that game amounts to far more than Philip will ever amount to in his entire body of work. Because not once has Philip said the words... You're coming with me dead or alive, slime balls. No, he just says lame shit. That doesn't mean anything. Like, oh, how are you gonna take that blood money from Saudi Arabia when he's gonna work Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I think it's hilarious that he went to the Miz and called him, told him to go suck a blood-covered dick, and now he's gonna do that himself. Oh, he's gonna do more than suck that shit. He's gonna ride that shit till the cows come fucking home. Because CM Punk is a man that stands for nothing, is nothing, and is about nothing. He is shock buzz, and whatever he knows, the demographic will eat up. He has never actually... No, he's just a carny. He's no better than... Cut this one out, JD. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I wrong? Tell me how. Uh, Tell me how I'm... Tell me how I'm incorrect. You are... Where's the lie, Bobbert Fish? You're on a fucking roll tonight. I need you to bleep who I said, but keep everyone's reaction. I can bleep that. that. I got you. We can do that. We're talking because about... I'm sorry. Am I fucking wrong? What's the difference other than one is short and fat? <laughs> <laughs> talking about. Yeah, too bad he has a contract. Well, if you didn't beat the shit out of your trainees, then maybe he would too. <laughs> oh my I beat God. the shit out of other people's trainees. What's that make me? Every other wrestler in the Southeast. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> That's fair. I was just following orders. 
I mean. But yeah, Robocop, Rogue City, man. <laughs> phenomenal fucking game. Now that I've gone cover to cover, incredible fucking finale in such a grandiose way that it's insane that they pulled off the finish for the game that they did working around multiple movies worth of established RoboCop lore. Wow. Speaking While about... also touching base on every fucking facet of RoboCop lore you could want. You get to fight RoboCop 2 from RoboCop 2. Will, what was that game we were talking about last night that you wanted us all to play for the show? Lethal Company. That's it. Yes. That's the one. We, we all need to play that shit. Is that the Markiplier game? Yes, Markiplier played that, yes. I don't know, I assume he played it. I assume everyone on YouTube is playing it because it is high-quality entertainment. It sounds like fun. We should do that and then stream it for everyone. Only we can sing the We Love the Company song like Mark did. We love the company. I only love the Christmas tree ship that brings me things I buy because of the jingle it plays. What is that jingle? It's like a little ice cream truck jingle, but it's... <laughs> mm, you'll understand one day. Well, the child, the child will Tyler. be glad to know that you finished RoboCop finally. Good. Child, go buy it with your child. dad's credit card. Fuck no. Do not buy it. <laughs> He He's drinking that water so aggressively. Did you piss him off? No. I'm good. No, it looks like you put an extra grip on the thing and you... Maybe it's really slippery in there. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Everybody's getting something to drink. Maybe I need to get to my uh, what mocha drink that I had the other day. Or what Richard Jenkins had the other day. Are you in one of those moods, Tyler? Oh, I've been in one of those moods since uh, Richard Jenkins came on that episode. So, I'm just over here drinking Matt Cell specials. I'm over here drinking life. That also involves better than all of you. Bridge to get it, and I just don't want to get up right now. That's where I'm at <laughs> right now, Tyler. Is I just don't want to get up and go in the other room to grab my shit. Yeah. So speaking of Fortnite. Uh, I got. A, I had the pleasure to play uh, hide and seek with Richard Jenkins. Shane Richard Daniel. Jenkins goes so hard on prop hunt; it's wild. Did, oh, which, they sucked. Oh no, they're not like their only good hiding spots are bullshit hiding spots where it's like, oh, with how the camera is, you literally cannot see me if I am this. They thing. didn't find me not one single time. Oh, I'm an expert at hiding from them to the that I have to constantly do the little whistle taunt to like throw them a bone because I don't want to be that person because there will be points where they'll just walk clean right by me. Dude, they didn't be... even look in the area where I was at. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to get to the area that you were at. You what want me to tell you where I was at? Did you do the I'm tell you where I was at. I was in the basement. Okay. You motherfuckers thought... didn't even come down there. So I figured out how to get to the basement, like, later on. So. Mm. I guess you've never watched fucking Home Alone, because we were in 
Kevin McAllister's house. I didn't know oh, Kevin. Hell yeah. In, in the back of his yard, though. He lived in Chicago. But the house was pretty much the same. Okay. Tyler really went into this game of Fortnite saying, this is not real Chicago. I don't know where I am. Well, you know, I, I had an open mind and I was blown away. Clearly you did not have an open he mind. He just randomly, in the first game, he just randomly spawned in there and I killed him twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that he got me. We should have been playing, I should have been playing Fortnite with you guys a lot sooner than I did. Yes, you should have. Me and JD be putting in the fucking work on that shit. I mean, I would join. And then, but although, even just the trios rounds we were running with Child, that shit was. And granted, we did have the massive handicap advantage of having a child playing Fortnite with us grown ass adults. But. <laughs> Yo, fuck that. I, I no, up we were clearing. Which is what I was just saying. You, I will say, I you will and I, say, when we run duos, are a menace until we hit yes. the final two. I will say, I will give the devils their due. JD and Child were fucking cleaning up, calling shit out before we even got it. JD was fighting like three fucking dudes mm-hmm. <laughs> for like That's until we got over there to help him. And I'm like, I got it. <laughs> JD handles high stress situations in that game like how I think I do when I run into them. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know what it is about that game, but like, I guess you can call me a sweat, but like, I, I fucking clean up on kills on that shit. Like, you do. Uh, like, when I was playing with uh, the, the dub we got, I was saying earlier, I got like seven kills in that match. We played second in one match, and I had like nine in that match. I feel like I get the most kills when I choke in the end because there was one game we were doing the other day. It was uh, me, Jenkins, Shane, and the child. And combined, we had like 30 kills. <laughs> yeah, we were like cleaning and up. Like, and I'm fucking... sorry, but if we have wiped out over a quarter of the fucking lobby, then no, that's win. some crazy shit. And then, no, it was literally some... And what always fucking happens to me because I like to play on build because people that build aren't actually good at shooters and they have to build to cover up their imperfections and flaws. And building is for dorks and nerds. And if you build, your bloodline will not survive the winter. Your crops are going to be overrun by locusts. A (laughs) mammoth will probably trample your house and crush at least one member of your family. And they have to watch Dolph Ziggler matches on repeat. Yeah. And then you have to watch Dolph Ziggler work. You have to watch the singles feud of Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. And the remainder of the year. I'm going to I'm going to say this because I know uh, a couple of people on Facebook said, hey, uh, we want to play with y'all. We need to set that up. Only if they're good. I'm not playing with no fucking bums. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not fucking pulling the weight for everybody. I. Right? Hey, I pull. I did my fucking part. Oh, you did. No, I'm not complaining about you. I'm Richard allowed to Jenkins complain about you because hand. only time we've played is when you're very much ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh me? Yeah. No, Shane. Oh. Well, hell, y'all. 
almost every, every time this week, I got a message from y'all saying, hey, I want to play Fortnite. It's like 8.30, 9 o'clock. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm getting ready for bed. No, that's when I get off work. <laughs> My ass is old. That's why I message y'all as soon as I get off work because I know my my window of time is very narrow. <laughs> so it's like I already know this is during the tail end of both of y'all's nights, so I'm gonna see if I can catch y'all before the end of it. Now you you won't hardly catch me through the week because of your work schedule. <laughs> yeah. You'll get me if I'm not playing well. When you should be playing Lethal Company with us. We love the company. And this brings up another topic that we are talking about. Twitch. Yep. Starting a Twitch. Yeah, I think after the beginning of the year, we should start like a a podcast Twitch channel where different numbers of us can jump on, stream, talk, chat, and entertain people. It probably won't be anything, like I said, that happens until the beginning of the year, but... It's an idea where we should float out there. You're going to have to explain uh, to me how that fucking thing works. Though, hold on, no, wait. I'm a caveman uh, and don't understand technology. Um, how about uh, that uh, Memphis After School Satanic Temple Club? Man, that shit's tight. I wish I had Satan Club when I was in fucking high school. Well, I would have to school and do it. So there's like a lot of people slandering this, saying they're devil worshippers and... Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. First of all, the Satanic Temple does not worship the devil. You can go back to our interview with Trevor Aon to uh, get more information about that. Long time ago, but he spells it out for you in this on, the, on this podcast. Yep. Uh, secondly, if you read into the tenets of the Satanic Temple, morally, they are on higher, stand, higher ground than most Christian churches. Um, True. And uh, if you're going to allow after-school... Christian clubs, you gotta allow everything else. Yep. Well, that's what you get when you make it, you know, federal and stuff like that mm-hmm. about religion. What state yep. did you say this happened in? Tennessee. Now, this is in Memphis. This the, the after school club thing is in Memphis. The thing I was telling you guys about earlier, I think was in. I just sent it to you guys. Maybe go. Give me a second. Iowa. Iowa. At the Iowa Capitol, someone beheaded the statue of Baphomet because they said their Christian values drove them to do it. Goddamn, hit him with Oh, the no. Homie that straight. did it is literally his whole angle is just crazy stunts on par with that in just pulling the religion card or my morals and values. But it's like, no, you're just wild. <laughs> they sitting them with the Jebediah Springfield. Like, for fuck's sake, man, how are you going to sit there like, my Christian values told me to go and deface a fucking state-funded... Well, is it state-funded? It should be state-funded. It's religious. It is. Oh, well, yeah, I don't think it's, it's not state-funded, but it was... There's a statue in the cap. There was a statue in the Capitol because they couldn't keep it out, basically. Right, so you're going to go on to, like, a government... Fucking into a government building and deface a thing. What part uh, about that is is Oh see, but you're also overlooking a very key part. Not only did he go into a government building, it's his fucking job. He works in said yeah. building. Yeah, oh, he, that that changes everything. He's a lawmaker. Um so what's wild to me is like I guarantee if this was a Confederate statue, motherfucker would have been up in arms. Yeah, but yeah. that's Iowa. They don't get well, also, the Confederate by statues. The, they had Confederate statues in Iowa. This, 
jurisdiction, I should have been allowed to swing on old people when I worked at Olive Garden. <laughs> it's the same fucking. It's the same difference. He's not wrong. Oh, you ever man. dealt with old people at Olive Garden? No. All right. You haven't. Seen I hate fucking Olive Garden. Dealing with old people worse. in there is like being trapped in the third act of Jacob's Ladder. Homie, you're getting deep over here. <laughs> but then right before the end, when you realize he was dead all along, it restarts back to the party. So, so it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, but exclusively the worst parts of Jacob Ladder. The beginning of the day is the part where he's hallucinating at the party at his girlfriend's part where he sees the devil having sex with his girlfriend in the middle of the crowd. That's the beginning of the day. And then the end of the day is literally just 10 seconds before the reveal that, oh, he actually died in Vietnam the whole time. Oh. Service industry, gang, gang. Tyler, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, man, let's go. Um, why why would we destroy stuff? Why why we got devil's advocate? Yeah, but I mean, it's all about the he said he she said bullshit, and it was just one of those fucking days. It yeah, it is. You just don't want to wake up. Drew James, the only one get away with listening to that song. Um, you're wrong. That should be the national anthem. <laughs> God, no. Everything is fucked. Well, Everybody sucks. Well, um... <laughs> n- n- uh, I just want to justify ripping someone's head off. Corporate shame degrees. Corporate shame. My thoughts. Corporate T.Y. agrees. Unemployed Jake agrees. Half-employed JD agrees. Half-employed. More employed than I would like to be Will also agrees. So it's unanimous decision. Fuck that guy. Yeah, let's go Fred Durst. If Cloud Daddy's allowed in there, everybody else needs to be allowed too. Yeah, Ground Daddy should be allowed. Uh, that's, That's my main thing is like everyone's whole... The only like argument anyone has against any of that is like... Oh, it's the devil. It's against my religion. Okay, but what about other religions? Because the whole point of the Church of Satanism is pointing out the flaws in your own thing. Satan is literally just a prop. Yep. Well, if you ever look into what like a black mass is for the for the satanic church, it's literally just it's a that little spinning kick thing that he does, right? No. I'll tell you though. Yeah, it is. Hey, Michael One thing Cole I want to so. do is go to Salem. Witch up? Ass? Yeah, where the witches uh Go off season if you're gonna go. Don't don't go in October. Yeah, don't do not. It's a bunch of white girls. It's all oh, my favorite, so I gotta go. No, don't don't do it. It's so horrible. No, it, it, it's the white girls that listen to true crime podcasts. Yeah. Like Katie's Fuck. been before, and she said if you go during like October, like it's wall to wall people, and you won't get anything done. Go in like the spring, because not only is the foliage a lot nicer, because it's springtime and not everything's fucking dead. There's literally no one there, and no one gives a fuck, so you can go do all the shit you want to do. 
Or let's go to South Pittsburgh and let's make the documentary that I've been pitching the Jenkins for years about the ghost kangaroo over there. We are not doing that. I'm not going to Pittsburgh for any reason. I've heard this pitch a thousand times. I'm good. No, not Pittsburgh. (coughs) South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. I know. I've heard this pitch before. Yeah, I know you've heard the pitch. (laughs) I'm also not going to Pittsburgh, Tennessee. You were the first person to hear the pitch. (laughs) Bro. You don't think a ghost kangaroo that sets people's coats on fire is not exhilarating? No. Listen. Can't say that I am. You can put this on. I don't know if you should put this, but this is a great idea. We should do that as one of the episodes like we fucking ride out. Richard Jenkins and Will convince us to go to do the ghost hunting thing. Yeah, but I actually want to do that. <laughs> no, but I think we can do this for an episode. It would be fucking hilarious. We'd have to get JD all the way down from fucking wherever the fuck Carolina he's in. No, we don't. He's going to be Zordon or whatever his name was. I like that. I'm going to be Max Headroom. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be. There you go. And then we're all the Power Rangers. And we're going to catch the ghost kangaroo for you. And then when he gets really big, you make us really big so I can beat the <laughs> shit out of this kangaroo. I've always wanted to box a kangaroo. Oh, we any one of us individually would lose in a heartbeat. But I am confident in a Voltron of us to square up with this ghost kangaroo because with our powers think, combined. Exactly. Sure, the kangaroo's got fire magic powers, but you know what it doesn't have? The power of friendship. Muscle density, because I'm sorry, honey, you've been <laughs> dead for a minute. That atrophy's bound to set in. Uh, You'd still win with the power of friendship. Just you fucking wait till the five of us as one ankle pick your nerd ass. You heard it here, folks. The entire podcast agrees we can all ankle pick a kangaroo. At the same time. So moving on to our next segment. Cut that. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost Christmas time, y'all. Not when this is. December, it's technically Christmas time all month. Yes. And, and when time this time is a 24-hour time span. Oh, by the time this airs, it'll be after New Year's. So on to our next segment. <laughs> New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but my New Year's resolution was to spit on like at least one old person a month for saying some out-of-pocket shit. How about y'all? My New Year's resolution is just to spit in your mouth. Gross. This has gotten oddly sexual. <laughs> no, you're just a pervert. JD was trying to check if I was dehydrated based off the coloration of my tongue. Get your That's mind right. out of the fucking gutter, yake. You are super spicy today. Should have seen him last night. Was like a bar show or some shit? No, no he better. was an ego, but he was a little elevated and he was a little spicy. Oh, I, I felt I, I felt more elevated than Will for some reason. You I, were definitely more elevated than I. I, I <laughs> so I felt like I was in the groove last night. You were feeling like an oh 
No, because I forgot he was a child. You were feeling like a 2016 Will Ospreay entrance. You were so elevated. So, William, um, did everyone try to vote brother-brother you last night? Thank God, no, but only because I felt like I was exuding do-not-talk-to-me energy. Which, I mean, granted, did not stop people. Well, I mean, especially after you had your fucking crisis at one point. Yeah, but only like three people noticed that. I only noticed because you fucking told me. <laughs> yeah, no, that shit was that shit was weird. Like Will had like an almost out of body experience midway through Ego Pro last night. It was it all in the span of under five minutes in the middle of the Who Raw before show speech towards the tail end. My body just literally started shutting down, <laughs> and then he stops fucking talking finally, and then I go outside. And then, like, immediately as soon as the cold air hit me, I have motor functions again. And it was in a 0 to 100 back to 0 that, like, I literally could not even form words. Because I was trying to tell Bivens, like, something's not right, brother. (laughs) Did you pinpoint what happened? All I could make out was just, like... I don't know. And then he just looked at me and he said something along the lines of like, me neither, brother. And then just looked back at Barry. <laughs> Were you able to pinpoint what the cause of the issue was? No. <laughs> so I have a I have a couple guesses. Mm-hmm. But Ketamine. No, I don't go that hard. <laughs> But, goes but hard, even but then, throughout the remainder of the night, I started trying to troubleshoot them. And the one main thing that I thought it could have been, I tried recreating the situation to see if it would do it again, and it did not. So, I don't know. Once in a lifetime. So, if I randomly die... <laughs> well, um, I guess it's time for life lessons with Shane Daniels. Uh, damn. <laughs> that Don't was do deep. <laughs> Neither do I. Today's life lesson: uh, If you're tired and need to stay awake, just think of the uncertainty of your future. So the anxiety gives you a panic attack, and you won't be able to sleep. What the fuck? <laughs> that's like every night for me. Jesus yeah, I was, yeah, I was about to say that's something that we all probably already know. I was, I was, I'm a millennial. Um, that's just life. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like it needed to be out there. <laughs> Having an existential crisis before bed. That's not advice, dude. That's just everybody's existence. What a sad fucking world, huh? Like, that's not advice, though. That's just like, hey, just fucking do. <laughs> My <laughs> advice is if. The grass is greener on the other side. Pesticides. No, just arson. (laughs) All right. Well, um, happy New Year's, everyone. Uh, We'll be back (laughs) in your feeds next week. And uh, after last week's Territory Wars, we got another one coming up because the season finale wasn't really a series finale. We still got a lot more to go. We'll be back in your feeds next week. Until then, Jake, what do they need to do? Money. Bring it. Robocop Rogue City.